Good morning. It's a Monday. Not only is it a Monday, but we welcome in the month of August. It is August the 1st. It is a delight to have you with us here on Kale & Company Live on WKXL. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming worldwide around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And we start off August with a an amazing guest, a gentleman uh, that has been on this program before and hopefully will be on again uh, many, many times, and that is Dr. Barry Taylor. Dr. Barry, welcome back. Good morning. Good morning. Well, good morning to you, and uh, I want to tell folks that uh, Dr. Barry is the author of Love Your Body, uh, your path to transformation, uh, transformation, health, and healing. It's in its revised edition. It's been out for a while now. And Dr. Barry is also the creator of the internationally renowned Love Your Body program. And uh, we'll be talking with uh, Dr. Barry uh, momentarily. But first, I, I wanted to mention, uh, Dr. Barry, that I had a tremendous experience on uh, Friday night in Center Harbor, New Hampshire. Have you ever been to Center Harbor? I have. It's mm -hmm. a, isn't beautiful it a beautiful, place. beautiful, beautiful spot? And I, I had the opportunity to uh, see and hear uh, my wonderful producer, Kat, Catherine Martinez, in action, singing, uh, well, first of all, the national anthem, which she did a beautiful job on, and then a, a medley of songs from The Sound of Music. Wow. And then a, a beautiful rendition of the song, Someone to Watch Over Me. And she oh. was just amazing, amazing. What a voice this woman has. Thanks, and, and, and And where is Kat going to sing so listeners and myself can go hear her next? Well, she, she will be able to tell you about that. But also, uh, okay. the, the, the Center Harbor Town Band is under the direction of her dad, Carlos Martinez. How cool is that? And he was terrific. He was on the show uh, just a couple of weeks back and uh, talked about, uh, you know, the, how beautiful it was at Center Harbor. Well, I'll tell you, words cannot describe how beautiful uh, it is there. And uh, there's just one concert left in the series this year. And, uh, Kat, I don't think your dad is going to be there. Is that right? Yeah, no, he's yeah. going to be in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, but, so one of the band members is going to be conducting for him. So, But nonetheless, it's a beautiful experience. And, uh, you know, whether Carlos is there or not, he won't be on Friday. But uh, he, he was terrific. He even, he even called me up uh, on stage, as a matter of fact, to... Uh, you know, to say, say hello to uh, the audience there, which, uh, you know, it, it's just a great setting. I, I, and, and like I say, words can't describe how amazing the setting is, how, mm -hmm. how terrific the band sounds. And, of course, with, uh, you know, Cat uh, singing. Uh, I mean, it mm -hmm. was just truly an amazing experience. So if you ever, uh -huh. and I mean you, okay. Barry, and all of our listeners, yeah. if you ever have the opportunity yeah. to go to Center Harbor, which is not that yeah. far, uh, and it's a beautiful trip to get there. Lots Stunning. of things, uh, you know, to do and see uh, in the area. Uh, you've got to do it. You've got to do okay. it. If you, if you can't do it Friday, because that's the last concert of their season, 
Uh, you got got to plan something for next year. Maybe the Fourth of July. I missed. I unfortunately missed the Fourth uh, of July celebration this year. But uh, mm-hmm. the celebration last Friday was amazing, truly amazing. So I'm I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that. Let's make a date, Ken, for next year, uh, and and we'll both bring different versions of our elderberry wine. That sounds good to me. Elderberry yeah. wine always sounds good, and <laughs> and uh, you know, Cat will keep us posted uh, on the dates and and that sort of thing. But the Fourth of July, yet, it would be uh, would be a wonderful experience there. Cat, where are you singing next? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm actually hoping to jump into some auditions in a couple of weeks for uh, Sweeney okay. Todd in Nashua, oh. New Hampshire. Um, okay. But the, well, the next time I'll be performing is the holiday season. I'm in two Christmas shows um, okay. up in Lincoln, New Hampshire, and then another one that's in uh, Laconia. So okay, that's all okay. Nashua, Lincoln. Sounds <laughs> like you're a New Hampshire girl. So I keep am. us informed, so so I can tell my clients and friends, and Ken and I can make a date. Go cheer you on. Sounds wonderful. I will. No, it uh, it is you know that that Center Harbor. I, I just sat there and uh, you know in a lawn yeah. chair as everybody else did, and uh, yeah. and the sound was amazing. I absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I, well, certainly, Cat added to that and uh, her yeah. dad conducting, but uh, that was just a terrific experience and uh, one I would recommend. I also must mention that I had another uh, good experience last night. Uh, I went to a, a concert in Bow. Uh, an, an outdoor concert, the uh, Freeze Brothers, a band that's been around now for 42 years. The Freeze Brothers band out of Concord. And uh, one of the members of the band, a friend of mine, uh, David Tyrrell Wysocki, uh, has played in the band now for all 42 of those years. Well, you know, you can hang around for 42 years if you're freezing, because you're not moving much. That's true. You're That's not, true. Yes, yes. You're not expending yes. much energy. Right, right. <laughs> Only so you would pick the... up on that, Dr. Barry. But it you was know, a... If you're not moving much, yeah, you stay alive. So, yeah, you conserve your energy. So so two band concerts over the weekend, and they were both terrific. They, they really and truly oh. were. There's a lot of a great entertainment around and uh, I must say in the in the case of these two performances it was very uh, economical uh, entertainment yeah. as well you know you just yeah. buy some 50-50 tickets and uh, you know you don't yeah. even have to do that if you don't want to but uh, you know that it's it, you know there's just so much to see and do in this state it is just unbelievable right yeah and so so can you're either going to run for mayor I mean I I I'd vote for you Thank or you. you can be cat's agent I yeah, mean, your exuberance uh, for both is I, amazing. There, there might be more money in being Cat's agent than being a mayor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure a lot more fun, too, uh, than, than being a mayor or governor or anything, any elected right. office. But uh, Dr. Barry Taylor is with us. I know we're rapidly approaching a, a, a break time, and I didn't I didn't mean to, to usurp all of all of your uh, all of your time, but we, we still have plenty of it here on okay. uh, Kale and Company Live. And and by the way, I want to mention that uh, you know if you missed any of this or miss you know uh, you know or miss any part of the show or any of these shows, uh, we repeat it again at, at seven o'clock uh, tonight. So. Yeah. So there you go. I, I did okay. want to, before we have to take a break, because it's too late now in this segment mm-hmm. to get into anything, but mm-hmm. we are going to talk about uh, the top 10 tips to age elegantly, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that right after the break. But I, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention the passing 
of uh, Bill Russell uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of the mm-hmm. great all-time Celtics uh, passed away at 88. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up, uh, you know, in the Boston area and uh, obviously saw a lot of Bill Russell at, at the Boston Garden in his prime, yep. which I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to see. And, yep. and uh, you know, he was the first uh, African-American head coach or manager of uh any sport in North America, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, blazed a lot of trails. Was uh, had a great impact on the civil rights movement, uh, not yep. only in the Boston area but nationally. And I had one experience with with Bill Russell, an up close and personal experience. I, I went over one night. My dad took me over. We saw the Red Sox coming back. This was like in 1962 or three. I can't remember which year specifically. We came back, uh, we went to Logan Airport, because at that time they used to tell you when the Red Sox would be arriving from, you know, in a way city, I think it was Cleveland in this case, at what time the Red Sox would be arriving. They did it for the benefit of the wives to be able to pick the players up. I mean, this was before cell phones and all that stuff. And so they would tell you that, you know, uh, the Red Sox would be arriving. Kurt Gowdy on the radio would say the Red Sox will be arriving at uh, Gate 23 Eastern Airlines at uh, 11.15. All right. Something like that. So my dad and I went over one night. He said, do you want to go over and see the Red Sox come in? And uh, I think he only wanted to go over to see what some of the wives looked like. I still to this day uh, believe that in my mind. That all, all he wanted to do was go over and see what some of the wives of the Red Sox players looked like in mm-hmm. 1963. But How tall were they? Uh, <laughs> but at any rate, standing off to one side in the terminal – was Bill Russell and a, and a gentleman. Bill Russell was there. And I had a baseball hoping to get some autographs of Red Sox players. Now, Bill Russell, and I did not know this as a eight- or nine-year-old kid. I did not know this at the time. But Bill Russell uh, had uh, a reputation of not signing any or many autographs, all right? But what did I know at eight or nine? And I had a baseball with me. The Red Sox hadn't come in yet. So I brought a baseball over to Bill Russell. And he signed the baseball. Bill Russell signed the baseball. And he was with, as it turned out, the guy he was with was Bob Wolf, his agent. And they were waiting for a friend of theirs, Earl Wilson, who was a Red Sox pitcher at the time, to come in uh, with the team. So that was my one up-close-and-personal experience with Bill Russell, and I wish I had that baseball now that, that Bill Russell signed back in the 60s. We have to take a break. It's WKXL, Kale & Company Live here on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and around the clock and around the world on nhtalkradio.com. Back after this break with Dr. Barry Taylor right here on WKXL. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL and all of its platforms, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond, and at nhtalkradio.com. Dr. Barry Taylor is with us. He was very patient uh, during that uh, first segment of our program today. He's the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing, and creator of the renowned Love Your Body program. 
And today the topic is top 10 tips to age elegantly. And I am going to take scrupulous notes here or copious notes or whatever whatever the saying is, because yeah. I certainly uh, could use all the help you can provide here, Dr. Barry. So what what is one of the top 10 tips to age elegantly? Okay, before we get into that, first of all, yes. I want to uh, dedicate the program uh, to the likes of Bill Russell, his spirit, his, his trailblazing, the way he lived his life, and a man that you don't know, Ken, but boy, you would have loved the man who died a week or so ago, Nick Patterson, here in Wayland, Massachusetts. He, um, I met him when I was walking my dog, and uh, it was at Herd Farm, and he was mowing a path. This is an 85-acre farm here locally. Wow. And I said, and I said to him, um, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm mowing paths so you can walk around these meadows, three concentric, unbelievable meadows. Uh, and I said, does the town pay you? And he said, no. I said, why do you do this? And he said, so you can walk on it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Why and, else? <laughs> uh, Nick passed in his sleep suddenly, and I wanted to dedicate this oh, show dear. to his spirit and his uh, love of nature, love of dogs, love of people. People like Nick and Bill uh, really are teaching us things. So George Bernard Shaw said, you remember what George Bernard Shaw said? He said, youth is wasted on the young. Very remember true. <laughs> yes. It, you know, and, yeah. and you're right. I mean, he, he was right. It is yeah. wasted yeah. on the young. So I, I want to tease this. By the way, listeners can email me at drbarry at drbarrytaylor.com if they want a PDF. Should I say anything, I have a, a document with a lot of details of things that you and I are going to get to. So some of what I want to get to is based in my book. Thank you so much for having a number of shows that we've talked about the different chapters. It's also a book called Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have to by David Sinclair, and I've learned a lot from that book and I've pulled some things from that. Okay, Kat, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> she, she, she's okay. not sure for what, I'm but she's sure, ready. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you have the option of singing your answers or uh -huh. just speaking, whichever you want. And by the way, we're going to play a game. I've written down some things, quality of youthfulness. Now, I hope you're okay that I'm not being presumptuous, that you are a little more youthful than Ken and I, you, at least chronologically. You can yeah. presume that. You can presume, <laughs> yeah, that. presume that. Yeah. Right. So I've got a couple of qualities. You know, there's this thing, Kat, that down through the ages, decades, long time ago, don't know where it, remembered, where it started, uh, Ken and I maybe could get to the source of, why do people talk about the fountain of youth? What is the fountain of youth? So I'm going to ask you to come up with, tell me, a few qualities that you can think of, of about youth, being youthful. And if you win and get some of the ones that I've got written down here as my notes, you're going to get to win Ken Kale being the voice that people hear when they call and they get your answering machine. Wouldn't that be great to have Ken? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the, the fabulous Jeez. Ken Kale is, is volunteered only if you get the answers. And and when people call, they won't get you. They'll get him on your answering machine. Well, they'd okay, they'd much rather get her, though, than, than me, I'm yeah. sure. Well, that's in person, not on the phone. Oh. On the phone, you will help commiserate the disappointment. 
when they don't get hurt. Okay, Cat. <laughs> yes. Cat, thank you for playing with me. What are one or two things that are important? You're a little chronologically younger than us. I'm setting up this talk with the three of us. What What are some qualities of youth, youthfulness, you? This is a really great question, and honestly, I'm a little stumped. Uh, I've never mm. really thought about it, to be totally honest. It's okay. Um, it's okay, but... But, but the, the carrot of having Ken be on your answering machine is so big that I know you're going to get this right. I don't know. I don't know if I am. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't think I'm going to uh-huh. get it right. Um, what are you and I doing now? What, what, what am I doing with you? Oh, we're speaking. Yeah. yeah. How are we speaking? Through the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you got to help a girl out here. You got to help yeah. a girl out. Okay. Ken, what yes. some, you can also have Ken Kale as the outgoing voicemail on your answering machine if you get a couple, right now. Cat's not going to get your voice, but you could. What are some qualities of youthfulness? Okay. When you look at Mac, when you look at the pictures I've sent you of my eight-month-old grandson, yes. Yeah, what comes to mind? I I think you know what I think of is uh, you know especially in in, in younger people, mm-hmm. very very young mm-hmm. people like like mm-hmm. your grandson, is mm-hmm. is the innocence, the mm. curiosity. Oh, oh uh, that, one, two, big ding. What do ding. I win? Yeah. Do I get cat no. on my answering machine? Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Okay, I understand what we're doing here now. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, innocence. People want the fountain of youth, like they'll continue to be innocent. Jesus said, you know, lest you be like a child, you might not get into the gates of heaven. So there's something about youthfulness, about curiosity, about being playful, about being flexible. There's something about the, their resilience, their enthusiasm, their, their playfulness. Yes, yeah, that sounds right to the three of us, that... that that I'm not talking about developmental stage of being um, an adolescent, you know, and, and the need to, to kind of push back on your elders. I'm talking about the youthful openness, right, and the incredible yeah. curiosity, and and the wa- eyes wide open. When I sent you the pictures of Mac, and you look at my grandson's eyes, mm. there's something that we all want to hold on to in life about being that energetic and that sponge-like. Seems pretty attractive, yeah? Okay, so what's the three of us going to come up with regarding aging? What's it like? What comes up for us in terms of qualities when we're getting older, as in elderly? What, What might be the opposite of those youthful qualities of energy, enthusiasm, passion, openness, Resilience, innocent. Oh, to be able to really interact with one another innocently and not have the past so determine what we're going to think or feel about that person. So, what what, what do we think about what what are we wanting to avoid about aging? Well, a, a lack of exuberance and a lack yeah. of curiosity. We want to avoid that. We always want to be curious and yeah. learn yeah. new things and, and be excited yeah. about things that cross our yeah. path. Yeah. So aging is something that's more solid, a, a certain kind of being fixed or inflexible. You know, and we think of getting, I don't want to get older, I'm slowing down. Or worse, I might get the 
decrepit or, or debilitated or feeble or we think of growing old as getting impaired, yeah? Being much more closed, mm. much, much more fixed. I think that's why there have been books and taught, you know, about the fountain of youth. We want to hold on to something that seems so elusive because as we get older, well, we kind of sometimes think we know how it is. We get very opinionated. We've got all sorts of experiences that back up. So it's in that light that I want to have a conversation about the 10 tips that I put in different categories, because there's a possibility that the three of us can talk to people we love and people we meet and people we know, people we don't know who somehow get to listen to us, that there might be something different than normal aging. Getting older for most people is not fun. We don't live in a culture that really respects the wisdom you know, there are certain maybe Native American cultures or Tibetan cultures or other kinds of cultures on the planet where the elderly are revered. The, the, elderly, are, the elderly are looked up to as wisdom keepers. But not, not, that, not in New Hampshire too much, or not, 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 not in the world that we live in. So I'm going to have a short conversation, maybe we'll continue this at another time, about how to be more proactive Because our culture doesn't really support us, we usually wait till we have symptoms that are negative, and then we try to fight to reverse them. All right. Well, we will uh, be hearing your list. Yes. uh, Another tease. You're teasing us this morning, Dr. Barry. But that's okay, because that's good radio, because people will stay with us after this next commercial break. And uh, Dr. Barry Taylor is with us, and uh, we want to get to his 10 tips to age elegantly, and I promise we'll get to them uh, before the end of the program today. Here on uh, 1450 AM WKXL, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the clock, around the world, at nhtalkradio.com. Back with the good doctor, Dr. Barry Taylor, right after these words on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL. Great to have you along with us, and always a delight to have Dr. Barry Taylor on the program. And uh, we have promised top 10 tips to age elegantly, and I think we would all like to age elegantly. And so Dr. Dr. Barry is here today to uh, help us uh, navigate that course. So Dr. Barry, take it away. First thing I want to say is, Cat, uh, while you didn't win um, Ken to record his outgoing message on your answering machine, I do want to let you know he's going to be sending you a signed autographed picture of himself, and and uh, you will be getting something just for playing with us. Wonderful. That's exactly what Thank she you. wants. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that, yes. was, that was yeah. right on top of her list, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is, yeah. yes. It's yeah. dream come true. So, so, yeah. the, so the first tip, Cat, was what you and I were doing when we were speaking a few moments ago. Uh, it, there's a lot of research about aging elegantly by people having fun. I'm not saying oh, yes. there aren't moments of taking life seriously and being focused, laser-like, 
There's a lot about having fun, having being playful. But I don't mean like just Saturday night because we're going to go hear you sing. Boy, I want to go hear you sing. I'm talking about part of somebody's routine and their their background, kind of like almost on a daily basis, on a regular basis, having fun, laughing often has physiological effects. The second thing about a tip about aging elegantly is to focus on learning. Brain cells fire when they're wired. So learning requires the brain to adapt. And there are these brain cells that are called neurons in the front of your head, in your forehead, the frontal cortex. And when they get wired by new learning, it has a profound effect on how we age. This isn't about let's not age. This is about aging elegantly so we're not moving toward loss of function, loss of memory, being decrepit, slowing down, getting tired. Third tip, intentionally breathe. Oxygenating the brain by having better circulation. Minimum 10 minutes a day. And there are many things people can do in a chair. Again, if listeners want a handout, a PDF of this, be happy to send them if they want to ask. But moving your body, if you can be vertical, could be yoga, could be dancing, could be on the elliptical or stairmaster or walking, maybe you bounce on a rebounder. There's something about intentionally breathing that's really great for the brain. So, so okay. now when you talk about breathing, you're, you're talking about mm-hmm. taking uh, deep breaths. Is that, uh, is that what you're, you're talking about? To some extent, yes. And thank you for the question. I'm talking about bringing your awareness. Where in the last three, four minutes, I'm going to make up that Kat, you, me, none of us were aware of our breathing. Yeah, Kat, you 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 weren't aware of your breathing. I, I wasn't aware. I'm talking about intentionally bringing your awareness to your breath while you're walking, while you're stretching, while you're doing something with your body that's going to increase your heart rate, your heart's going to pump with a bit more force. You don't have to unbelievably get out of breath, but we're, we're creating more oxygen flow to the brain. That's, that's the third tip. Uh, I'm following that up by eating small, small meals more regularly. The word I use when I work with clients individually and design certain plans for them, the word I use is graze, not diet. I love Richard Simmons of many, many, many years ago. who said the first three letters of the word diet are D-I-E. So I don't use the word diet. I use the word graze. Graze, and yes. Graze. And have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, unless you're doing intermittent fasting, which is a different show, and we can get to that at another time. Um, but eating for most of us, is have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, have a mid-morning or mid-afternoon snack of some kind, could be um, uh, an apple and almond butter, could be celery and hummus, could be, you know, I'm big on my protein drinks that have a really healthy smoothie. But there's something about steady blood sugar and not having months and months of years of your blood sugar dropping, and then you have what's called hypoglycemic condition. So the, the, the fifth tip is systematic under-eating. There's an enormous amount of research over decades about the relationship between disease, aging, and overeating. 
people are eating too much food of nutrient empty food. There's not a whole lot of nutrients in that. That's why they need to eat so much, unless it's psychological. And then, so there's also a lot of not only eat less of better food, but then there's a whole lot. I kind of got into it in the early 1970 is when I got into it. That's a few years ago. That was last century, goodness sake, of fasting like um, for 12, 16 hours. That's different than fasting for a whole day. So there's a lot of research, and more and more people in the last few years, it's kind of caught on. Um, and we can talk more about that. I'm just saying there's something called intermittent fasting, where where you don't eat, say, from dinner one night to lunch the next day. You skip breakfast. But, but it's not just not eating, or I'm just going to have my cup of coffee. That's not intermittent fasting. But I want listeners to know that there's a lot about food, which I'm going to give you lists of, um, and how that's relating to aging. Another thing that's really important is most people are dehydrated. Everyone should drink more water and better water. Sorry to say the water that's chlorinated, fluoridated, got all sorts of organisms and all sorts of heavy metals is not the best water. Regardless of the quality of water, which a lot of people, including both of you, should be, could be looking at, we could do a whole show on how do you get better water than just what's coming out of your tap. But there's something about people having a minimum of four eight-ounce glasses of really good water. Our body is close to 80% water. So it's not just older people who have bad skin and they're really wrinkled because they've been in the sun so much, but function of the brain and the whole body is very related to, are you drinking enough water? I would say fluid, but then you're going to bring in an elderberry joke. I know you will, or, or something. <laughs> I, I was just preparing to do that. I know yes. I had a catch. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, love, I, I love you, Ken. Um, so more, better, you're not supposed to use those two words in the same breath. More optimal water really helps the brain. Okay, moving on real quick. Oh, wait a minute. I, I want to know what, what kind of water, and, and you can mention anything you want here. I mean, this yeah. is a no-holds-barred uh, radio uh -huh. program, okay? okay? So what okay. what do you recommend for for water? Uh, I mean, okay. yeah. So, so, so as long as you've got a good lawyer for me, Brita filters are useless. They're $39. They do take chlorine out, so your water tastes better. But it has nothing to do with alkalinity and all sorts of other stuff, unfortunately, that's in your water if you ever tested it. So there are a couple of machines. They're expensive. They really are. You know, they're several thousand dollars. One is called Living Water. Again, if anybody listening wants information, reach out to me. I'll be happy to tell you about it. There are different kinds of machines that you never have to buy water. Please don't buy water. It's in plastic bottles. That's not very ecological. All those plastic bottles are made from oil. You want to become less oil-dependent in your life? Move away from depending on oil? You can't keep buying those bottles of plastic that you throw into a landfill. So there are machines, Ken, that will make your water unbelievably tasting. Next time you and I are together, I'm not just going to bring you a bottle of elderberry wine. I will bring you good water. And you might say, I don't want to drink this elderberry wine. I can't imagine that. Uh, but the water will taste amazing because it goes through the machine that I'm looking at in my kitchen now. 
Uh, it's called Living Water. It's one of several machines, and they are several thousand dollars. Uh, there are ways of doing it a bit less expensive, but that's a whole thing to talk about, about why we need better water. So Good don't you, you recommend against buying anything in a, in a plastic bottle? Well, once or twice, but, you know, we live, if you're most days, oh, I, I forgot to bring something from my home, and people buy water these days differently than 20, 30, 40 years ago, and it's, it's not good. Yes, don't buy water. Don't buy water. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's some advice, and some, I'm sure some good advice from Dr. Barry Taylor. I've, I've, been, I've been guilty of that now for many years, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, and, as, and as I'm sure most of us have uh, in Radio Land. Dr. Barry Taylor is with us here on Kale and Company Live, the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing. We have more tips on how to age elegantly coming up right after these important words on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region. Check us out in the Queen City of Manchester and beyond at 101.9 as well and nhtalkradio.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It is Kale and Company Live for this Monday. A delight to have you with us. The first day of August on WKXL. Dr. Barry Taylor is with us. We're talking about uh, the top 10 tips to age elegantly. And uh, one of the recommendations Dr. Barry had in our previous segment is stay away from that water that you buy that we uh, most all of us buy in plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you, you're talking about for, for the sake of the water content or what those uh, bottles could do uh, to our environment in the future. Yeah, both. 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 Yeah. Both. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to come up with another option other than not buying all those plastic bottles. Uh, And then there are different kinds of water purifiers. We can talk about it in another show uh, so they don't have to spend thousands of dollars, but don't just buy something for $39, which isn't really doing much. It's only taking the chlorine out. So there is a lot. So I want to move on and make sure I get a couple more before we say goodbye for today. We talked earlier about learning. That's left brain, rational, logical, cognitive, and that helps the brain. So there's another way to age elegantly, which is just to be creative. Be very intentional. That could be painting. That could be singing. Cat, we need you. Uh, colors, <laughs> shapes. So the the kind of, of course, you didn't go to Center Harbor and you didn't go to the other concert that you went to just because that's going to keep you more, uh, young. But there is something, there is research about how music and poetry and opening up the right side of the brain. And now the word is, how do you and I tap into that aspect of our life where we're feeling creative? We're not just learning data letting new neurons lay new tracks in our brain. We're talking about creativity. Different process has amazing effects on feeling youthful, memory, concentration. And, and then the other one is how about resting the brain? And now we're not using the left brain. Now we're not using the right brain. We're talking about meditation or visualization 
getting lost in music. Maybe something like Tai Chi or sound vibrations might be new to some listeners. But there's this another tip called resting the brain different than sleep. You know, there are a lot of people, the three of us know, where people sleep, maybe let's just for the moment say they get enough, but there's still a lot of demands in their life where they're feeling really stressed. They're juggling a lot of different aspects, and they don't realize that five minutes in the morning or five minutes at night, some kind of meditation, sometimes that word's a little scary, I don't know what that is, I don't know if I could ever do it, let's just call it resting the brain, dwelling in a place where you're not forcing yourself to not think, but you're also not thinking. It's kind of like Kat knows exactly what I'm talking about when she's thinking, excuse me, when she's singing, apologies, when Kat's singing, Kat, you're not thinking about singing when you're singing, you're in the moment singing. You're, you're, yes? I you're, am. You're, yeah, total yeah, joy. Yeah, total joy. You know, so, you know, without making this uh, 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 advanced, very adult program, we could talk about sex. Maybe that's another program, Ken. But things that we lose ourselves in, but yet have a certain presence. We're not thinking about it. We're not analyzing it. We're not judging it. We're kind of in the moment. Those kinds of experiences have powerful effects on the brain. Okay. So what's what, what, one one question? One one fall. What what is the ideal setting for mm-hmm. resting the brain? I mean, obviously you, you oh. can't have the the TV on yes. or even the radio for a few minutes. As as much as we yeah. hate to have people turn radios off, just for well, a few minutes uh, yeah, every Ken, day. Ken, yeah. Okay. I'd be insane to tell people to turn you off. In fact, probably one of the most powerful meditations would be to turn you on. I think we should we should develop that idea more. Have Ken Kale in the background, kind of like a Tibetan mantra, kind of like a chant. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> His own meditation podcast, you know. That's right. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. You know me. I can't help when there's a good joke to be had. Um, <laughs> Ken, Ken, it's a it's a great question uh, because the environment that you and I, the three of us, view now for Cat, it might be her singing. That's her happy place. But let me just say, <clears throat> the right environment is the one that you use, even if Ken Kale is in the background, which would be pretty darn good, because it, it's, it's not, it, it is about, first, that you have the intention to observe, be a better observer. You know, just like you're holding a child, maybe something else that we all covet, maybe a diamond, and you're not trying to control your thoughts. You're kind of just allowing them to be. And whether you close your eyes and you think of a beach, you close your eyes, you think of a meadow, you're sitting in your backyard, you're laying in your bed, uh, you've got a little sacred table there of pictures of Muhammad or Jesus, or you want to bring religious prophets into it to help. I'm going to sit here like he or she might. For the next 15 minutes, I'm going to sit here just like Mother Teresa White. There's no right way to do it. What there is is taking two minutes, and start to develop a practice three days a week for the next month and see what it's like, this is a Buddhist term, when you drop down into some quietude. See what it's like if you just let yourself be. Studies say, that doesn't mean you have to be a masterful meditator, that there are effects of how the brain ages 
when you regularly rest it. Last two things that I squeeze in before you're going to say goodbye. One is food. I'll ask listeners and the two of you, what foods support the brain? What helps defeat plaque that builds up in your arteries, then builds up in your brain, so your brain gets less oxygen? And it doesn't mean no one should have an ice cream sundae in this gorgeous summer day. It doesn't mean everyone should become vegans and no one should have alcohol. But there is a whole list that if people want the PDF of this show, I'll send it to you, Ken, I'll send it to you, Kat, of 15 powerful anti-aging foods to live longer that affect the brain. Very, very important. In generals, it's going to be have less simple carbs, have less sugar and pastries and cookies and cake, have more healthy fats like avocado and fish oil, and overall have less animal protein. But those are big, big pictures. And the last 10th drum roll of what helps the brain age elegantly are certain supplements. Certain supplements like, 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 like omega fish oils and vitamin E and arginine and uh, human growth hormone and something called niacin, nicotinamide riboside. There are certain nutrients that have extraordinary effects about mental clarity, concentration, memory. And I test people for things like that. So what, wow. what, what, what are the, the best sources for, for those uh, nutrients that you just mentioned? Yeah, well, Ken, that's the second fabulous question in one hour. Um, sardines, to believe. salmon. Yeah, no, not, not with you. It's not hard to believe. Omega fish oils are in sardines or in salmon, fish that's more fatty. Vitamin E or in whole uh, wheat germ and different kinds of whole grains. Uh, different amino acids are in my protein drinks, some of the Love Your Body proteins that people do mid-morning, mid-afternoon as uh, drinks. So the, 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 the question, I love it. Let's talk more about it when we have more time. Of what foods, because those are supplements. They're not meant to replace not knowing how to eat better. They're supplements. And, and now we're talking about what foods have, so simple one is have more fish oil, have more healthy fish when you eat. And some people, the, the, the fish oil is not just good for circulation, but some of the omega fish um, oils are really amazing for brain health. So you say salmon, salmon is very good. Because remember, salmon's fatty. You know, there's a fair amount of oil. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't recommend a lot of swordfish because it's high in mercury. I don't recommend a lot of tuna fish because it's high in uh, mercury. I Jeez. do recommend, sorry, 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 forgive me. Uh, but I do recommend sardines. Do you like sardines? I, I do. I, you know something? I actually like sardines, but, you know, people around me don't oh, like sardines. Ken, you smell fishy, Ken. Yeah, uh-huh. they, they do. They do. Uh-huh. But they are good. I, I like them. But I don't have them, I guess, enough. But I right. do enjoy them. I do enjoy sardines. I open. I love opening up that can, just putting a little fork yeah. in there and eating those Here sardines and the oil and oh yeah. Yeah. Cat, yeah. do you like cat? Do you like salmon? I do like salmon. I do okay. like salmon and broccoli and blueberries. Those are like my top salmon. three. <laughs> okay, that's it. Excellent. Salmon, well, broccoli. Now that's a good meal, right? Yeah. Well, a plus. Well, blueberries. If you want to drill down at another time of the top fifteen foods, just talk about the foods that are good for the brain, blueberries are on that list. 
Oh, well, oh. that's a good thing. Well, but you look I, at that. I, I, don't, I haven't run into too many people who don't like blueberries. I've run into a lot of people who don't like sardines. But blueberries, it seems yeah. to be uh, you know, generally in the positive column for most people. Well, it's, it's especially when you have it with there. vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very little known fact. People who don't like blueberries are put in a very small, uh, deep place in a forest. And we don't run into them often because, you know, they're sequestered. They're not allowed to come out of the forest because nobody could understand. How could you not like blueberries? I don't understand. Yeah, so we don't run into there. You go. You know what? I hate to I hate to jump in, but I know we're going to hear that music very shortly, Doctor Barry, Mm. and we have Mm. to mosey on out of here uh, for another day of uh, Kale and Company Live. But we will have you back soon because we want to complete the list and and Mm -hmm. move on to other uh, helpful uh, tips that will uh, enhance our health and make us age gracefully and elegantly. Thanks for having me on, Ken. It's, it's always great to be with you. Thank you, Dr. Barry. And I, I shared your pictures of Mac uh, with Kat just a few minutes yeah. ago. So, yes. Pretty amazing. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. She's going cro- to crochet something for him. I am. Make a little oh. blanket. Uh, there, you, there, there you go. Kat, Dr. Barry, thank you. God bless you both. Dr. Barry Taylor, he is the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing, now in its revised edition. Dr. Barry at drbarrytaylor.com is the way to uh, reach him.